everybody. Welcome to Let's Talk Public Service, a podcast for law students interested in pursuing a public service career. I'm your host, Lawton Tufts, and on today's episode, I'm chatting with two of my colleagues in the Public Service Center, Annie Kim and Amanda Yale. Over the past month, we've been talking to a lot of 1Ls that have a wide range of interests, and we keep getting the same question. How do I narrow down all of these career options and figure out the best job for me? Today, we're going to discuss that question, so let's just jump into the conversation with Annie and Amanda. So Amanda and Lawton and I have been sitting around the last hour talking about what does it mean to take the next step after you've gone to all of these talks. We had a blast this last month doing four reload panels, and it was amazing to see our alumni come back and talk about their jobs. And a lot of you guys came and seemed really interested, and then some of you guys came and talked with us afterwards about well, they all seem kind of interesting. Like, how do I decide? I really liked legal aid, but I also really like public defense. And how do I figure out the next steps? So we are about to start meeting with you guys for the first time in one-on-one counseling sessions starting October 15th, which we're excited about. So we thought we'd spend a little time today kind of focusing on what, what can you do to start brainstorming what types of jobs might be interesting to you. So after we just sort of debated how to find the right career for you, I think the conclusion that we came to was that there is not really a right way. There's not a path. So good luck. That's the end of the podcast. Um, no, it, it's messy. And if you spoke with alums that are here, you learned that a lot of the people that you probably respect the work they do, they had no idea what they wanted to do when they were in your shoes. And so it's a messy path. And part of it is just figuring it out. But the ways that you can figure it out, three of those ways that we think could be helpful. The first one, which is the most basic and maybe doesn't even need to be said, is actually think about it. Um, I think for me, there's been lots of times where I've made life decisions without much self-reflection on the front end, and it's not always the best idea. And so actually taking some time to think about, you know, what do you want your normal work day to look like? Do you want to be working one-on-one with clients? Do you want to be doing research and writing? Do you want to be sort of working from the inside within a powerful institution to make change that way? So just sort of thinking through what you want out of life and then talking with us about that, we can help you sort of by a process of elimination figure out what jobs you might not want and what might be a good fit. Mm -hmm. Then the second thing that's really helpful is actually going out and talking with people about it. Um, because what you think a job might look like, or even from going to our panels, you know, your peers and our alums might have some other insights for you on that. So talk with PILA mentors, talk with alumni, and we can help you connect with alumni, um, and join affinity groups where you can really get a broad spectrum of experience from your friends. But I think with those things aside, the only way you can really figure out what you want to do is by actually doing it and getting experience. Um, And so for us, oddly enough, all three of us worked at public defender's offices our first summer. And so, Amanda, what was that experience like for you? Yeah, so um, there were aspects of the internship that I really enjoyed. I was in the San Francisco PD's office. And then there were aspects that I was clear it was not the right fit for me long term. Um, So what I decided I really enjoyed was working on behalf of indigent clients and I really liked having clients. Um, I didn't necessarily want a job where I was gonna be standing up in court pretty much all day. Um, So I um, left San Francisco, went back to law school, and um, tried to find other opportunities where I would be able to work with those clients um, in the civil context. Um, And ultimately, I ended up in legal aid in New York City, um, which was a really excellent, perfect fit for me at the time. 
Um, awesome. Yeah. Did you feel like that first summer was like a waste for you? Yeah, no, I thought that it was a really excellent choice that I had made because I was tempted by it and I was interested in it. I just wasn't sure if it was the right fit. And having gone there, I feel like it was equally as valuable to conclude that I was not interested in becoming a public defender. Exactly. Um, so no, I think that you can't really make a wrong choice for your summer because even if you decide you don't want to do that job, you can. it's one step closer to the job that you do want. Good point. Yeah. I feel like we could put that on a t-shirt. Yeah. yeah. One step closer. <laughs> yeah, I like that. Yeah. So Annie, you were also in a public defender's office your first internship. Yeah. What was yeah. that like? Yeah, so I actually came to law school thinking I wanted to be a public defender, but I didn't really have a good sense of what it was about. I just knew it about it theoretically. I'd written a paper about it. And so I interviewed his office, went for the summer, and actually had a lot of fun, and I liked all the people I worked with, but I wasn't sure it was the right fit for me. I think it was a little bit too intense for um, for my personality, and I didn't like the idea of being coral a day, as you're talking about, Amanda. But I did discover that I really liked defensive litigation. And so the next summer, I went off and focused on civil litigation. I was at a firm, um, and it turned out that being at a firm was, was actually not something I really liked. Um, but I was closer, because at that point, then I realized I liked civil litigation. And then I ended up doing work for a public, a public school system that was our client. And I really liked that. I love working with teachers and principals and superintendents, uh, and realized that was something that was you know, I was going to really feel some meaning from. Uh, and then I ended up finding a local government job after working in, in um, firms, and that was the job that ended up being the perfect job for me. Yeah. Yeah. So all of us are talking about our internships, but there are also lots of ways now, maybe not when we were in school, but currently there are lots of ways to get experience before then. So, okay, so if you don't want to do an entire internship, what are some things you can do to get that experience? Lawton, what are some things you can do? Pro bono. Okay, um, so what does that look like? Can you do it during the semester or winter? Or you can do pro bono all the time. So you can. We should do be doing it. pro bono right now. You shouldn't be listening exactly. to this podcast. Just exactly. do pro bono. <laughs> Turn this off. Call Kimberly Emery. Um, no, you can be doing it now. There's there's lots of opportunities on GoodWorks, or you can come talk to us or uh, Kimberly Emery about other opportunities if you don't see something you're interested in. You can do it over winter break um, and get all the hours you need for a PILA grant over mm -hmm. winter break. You can do it over spring break. There's so many opportunities, and if you're stressed out about not knowing what you want to do, this is like one of the best ways to relieve that stress yeah, because it, really it starts is. to either eliminate options or illuminate options. Oh, I, like I like that. that. Oh, Another t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, what are other and, ways? And another way that can mind, I don't think people do as much as, you know, as they could, it's just kind of hang out with attorneys. Like we call it shadowing, but you know you can hang out with an attorney in an office and ask a bunch of questions. You can go follow an attorney to court or sit in a meeting with clients and see what that's like. Because that way you get to see what the vibe of that office mm -hmm. and that kind of work looks like. And you meet a bunch of people if you if you shadow, and you wouldn't do that if you're just like reading online somewhere, which is useful still, but right. you don't meet the people. And right. we, we suggest getting their consent first. Don't just like yes, follow them. That's a good yeah. idea. Don't just like literally that might be called first. stalking. Exactly. Then you get a lot of criminal law experience, and you may or may not want that. <laughs> yeah, 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 totally. Um, um, and we can hook you up with that too. So if you want to do some sort of shadowing, we can think about who might be a good fit, you know, and where you could go, someplace in town usually. But that can be also a lot of fun. I would also say that you don't need to be limited by good works for pro bono. Mm -hmm. You can go to do pro bono anywhere. Mm -hmm. um, and especially if you're going to be going back home for winter break, 
um, you may not see a lot of opportunities on good works for your hometown, but don't let that limit you. There's lots of really excellent um, opportunities every all across the country. Awesome. So I think the moral of the story is that figuring out what you want to do is messy. And for some of us, you figure it out your first semester, your first summer. Other times, you figure it out your third job. And so it's it should be, it is a stressful process, mm -hmm. but at the same time, it's the most exciting process because it's why you came to law school, is right, to become right. a lawyer. Right, and right. so getting a head start and doing as much as you can now is great, but sometimes even with that, you're gonna find that you're still making career transitions, and all three of us did. 